Welcome to The Forgettables, a podcast about podcasting. And in tonight's episode, we will be discussing how to build a community around your podcast. And the reason we chose this topic is because um, I wanted to build a community of uh, bald American Muslims. And uh, basically, it's a community for the follically challenged. And uh, Timo was in agreement. Although he can't join, he's not balding, nor is he bald. Um, he thought it's a good concept. And uh, what is the benefit of building a community is uh, you can bring people like-minded individuals who share some sort of uh, grief or some sort of joy, and they can discuss it amongst themselves. And the fact that the follically challenged, they don't see it as a, as a grief, you know, but rather as a joy that God has blessed them to lose their hair. So, you know, what is the benefit of building that community, but how can it be done? That's what we're discussing, not the benefits of the community yet. First, we'll discuss, I guess we can discuss tonight the benefits of, or how can you build a community? Then we can discuss maybe later on tomorrow or some other day, you know, the benefits of building that community. So, Chimo, what do you think? What is, how do you build this community? I think you're the one that was actually listening to and um, actually creating some community. So why don't you yeah. kind of share Okay, so I was listening to Grow Your Podcast. That was a podcast that you shared with me. And the episode was about community building or it was build, It was about, oh yeah, community building and how if you build a community around your podcast, you can, you know, monetize or you can do better with it and stuff like that. And the lady, she said one key thing, which like really struck me and I really found it as very like, it made sense. She's like, you build your community around like, three main points you know you put three words together basically so she she was jewish so she was like i built a community for jewish it professionals or jewish uh, new york new york new york city something like that it was like northern jewish it professionals or something like that. it was three words only though and she's like when you put those three together you get people who aren't going to fall into the category out and you're going to have a specific group of people who will not only be like-minded, but also to have the ability to be able to come together. So if you build a community, for example, like um, uh, Midwestern um, immigrant podcasters. So you'll basically weed out all the podcasters. First of all, you'll have only podcasters and then you'll have uh, Midwesterners. So you'll, you know, you'll weed out all the other states. I mean, I guess whatever's in the Midwest, what is it? Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, or something like that, or, you know, Ohio or something like that, five or six states. And then <clears throat> you go further and you'll, you know, you're having your immigrant ones. So you'll have a group who is not, they're not homogeneous, but they have a lot in common, but they also have a lot of differences. So they can talk about it, brainstorm, come together and benefit each other. But if you leave it too broad, you'll have too, too many people, and then you won't be able to get anywhere or make any progress. So that was the idea behind that. How to build a community was using these three key f key words or key phrases. And, you know, I thought it was a good idea or it was a good method. And she's a professional building communities. Yeah, absolutely. I think <clears throat> so. One of my uh, one of my dad's friends uh, stopped by the other day and his son, he's like in high school. Um. And he started like a drop shipping store. And so he was like, I was just curious. Uh, I was talking to him about it, right? And so um, he said he had a little bit of success, but in the end, he ended up like just breaking even. Mm -hmm. And so what one thing like where 
I took the discussion is that like, look, you have to build a brand, right? Mm -hmm. And so in the past, what we've seen is like, you know, like look at the Ford car and all this stuff is like, you can get away. Like what people want is cheap prices, high quality products, right? You provide that and you're good, right? Not anymore. Now people want brands like they want to aspire to something right like you look at nike adidas all this thing i think the next step is really um not just you know having an aspirational brand but having a community of like-minded individuals that are uh being served through your brand right i think that's kind of the third level and really if you want to survive in the next 20 25 years i believe uh, wholeheartedly that you need to build some sort of community. Um, it doesn't have to be a formal paid membership or anything like this, but you need to have a community of people that you reach out to, get their feedback, um, share products with them uh, and that kind of thing. And so really, uh, so I, I, I agree with you in the importance of community. And uh, I know you started a Facebook group and I know the thing is, it's so saturated nowadays. There's so much yeah. stuff out there. I'm yeah. interested to see what your your thought process is, what your plan is for how you plan on actually growing this community. Okay. So are you talking about BOP, Bald American Pakistanis, or are you talking about um, American Muslim podcasters? Either one. <laughs> BOP. <laughs> that just came to my mind right now. It's not a real group. Um, but what's it called? Um, so the American Muslim podcasters. So the thing about it was after I listened to that podcast, I was like, um, today I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? Let's try something. Um, the podcasting space is saturated. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's one podcast I listened to a few times and these guys, like they actually do a good job. I'm gonna give them credit. Their podcast is actually very nice. It's very crisp. It's professionally done. Um, and they have very, you know, expensive equipment. The guests they're able to get are very, very high level guests because one of both of the hosts, I guess, have, you know, a decent bit of pull. But they like they haven't released the episode in like five months or something like that. And the one before that they did was five months. They're lucky they have a following. Otherwise, you know, if I released a podcast episode every five months, I'd just be like hoping two people listen to it. Um, but uh, the main thing is. Um, for example, the idea behind American Muslim podcasters, you know, it's just, it's a trial. So I'm like, she said, take these three keywords or these, you know, hot phrases and put them together and see what can come of it. Obviously you would need to join a few other people would need to join who know other podcasters and people would need to start getting added like that. And then, you know, once three to four people get added or 10 to 15 people get added, then it starts showing up in other people's like, you know. Um, if they if they have a podcast page or if they have interest in podcasting, it will show up in their um, feed on Facebook. So, I mean, it, you know, Facebook's algorithm, there needs to be some traction or there needs to be some movement to start building the community and other people start joining. Obviously, I'll add questions then. Go ahead. Yeah. So I was going to I was going to ask, so how do you get that traction? How do you get that movement when you're first starting out? Right. Like, let's say you you, you got three to five people in there. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm a part of a few different communities. Yeah. One is paid. One is not paid. Yeah. Um, like not talking about Facebook groups. These are, yeah. uh, circle communities, yeah, which yeah, are like, no, no. literally like the only point is like for that community. Right. And so yeah. what I found is one of the groups, the paid group. So mm-hmm. I pay $150 a month for this. 
mm-hmm. and it's very active all the time everyone's posting something in there and mm-hmm. there's like you can learn something just by kind of watching whereas the other one the mm-hmm. one that's like a free one mm-hmm. i guess people and that were running it kind of got a little bit busy and so for like a month nothing's kind of been posted in there or anything yeah. like that so so i mean this is just a trial to see if her th- not not exactly her theory because obviously i may not be able to execute it like her but to see how well it does and you know at first you know if a few people join you know you would have your customary questions what do you podcast about are you looking for collaborations or not collaborations like go oh, trying to do like the thing i sent you yesterday i am a tiktoker i have 47.2 thousand followers nothing like that but like if somebody needs a guest or somebody needs help or somebody can offer some tips like a community where people can help each other out at least. And uh, going forward, you know, we'd see if there's, for example, we got a hundred, hundred members in the group and, you know, not all hundred are going to be active. We're going to say about 40 are going to be active. That's, I feel like the normal ratio in a group is about 40 people try to stay at least active out of a hundred. So 40% of the group is active. Um, you know, we'd like to see how much benefit we can give each other and how we can grow each other's communities. And this goes with a discussion we had, you know, maybe like 50, 60 episodes ago, where we were talking about building clusters. And the idea would be to able to build a cluster. And you're like, what do you mean by cluster? Um, like a group. Um, but, you know, like I said, there's a one, one Instagram page. It's called Muslims of the World they've basically built a cluster where there's like 10 or 15 of them together and they promote each other. So, you know, be able to build a cluster. So all of the Muslim podcasters can benefit each other. Whoever, you know, is whoever is wanting to like, you know, if let's say there's 10 of us who are active and we're like, okay, let's benefit, benefit each other. Let's push each other's podcast. We all put good stuff out there. And even if two people do a very similar kind of podcast, there's nothing wrong with helping each other out. I don't think, I don't think there's cannibalization in that. I think you can only mutually benefit each other. Um, now, if there's two people who are doing the exact same thing, maybe they could come together and make one podcast and do much better. I mean, you know, there's, there's a, there's such a huge area of how much you can improve or what you can improve on when multiple people come together with suggestions and stuff like that. Or maybe you can have your solo podcast and you can do one, one collaborative episode a month or something like that, where it benefits both groups. Um, and, and that's what I've seen from clusters is what they'll do is let's say you have like, for example, um, a huge following on Instagram, like 500,000 and you have a friend, he only has 2000 followers. <clears throat> you know what you're going to do? You're going to promote the hell out of his page because he's your friend. Like you really love this person. He's your really good friend. You promote the hell out of him. You know what? You're going to get him to 30, 40,000 followers. And so he can start monetizing too. So I don't see why, you know, obviously it goes back to the thing where we had the discussion, I think yesterday or the day before. We're like, how much value do you bring to your guests? Yeah, sometimes people will be like, well, this guy's not bringing me any value. We can't be thinking like that. As American Muslim podcasters, we can't be thinking like that. Because we're, we're, we're a very small group, to be honest with you, compared to other groups. So we really need to work hard to benefit each other. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And I know we've talked about this a little bit before, especially the you know, having that supportive, um, you know, community pushing something. And I think that's, uh, it's something that goes a long way, right? Like people want social proof and it's really, it's really important to, at least when you're starting out, have a little bit of that so that people understand that, Hey, you are providing some value, right? Like otherwise people are going to be quick to dismiss you. And so, 
I think I, I, I echo those sentiments. The only thing I would kind of add or um, just kind of touch on is, you know, when you create the community, right? Like you, you created a bop, okay? <laughs> now you have, you probably know five to 10 people that are uh, also boppers, right? Like <laughs> boppies, whatever you want to call yeah. it. <laughs> Follically right. challenged. Right. And so uh, what you have to do is figure out right? Like you can't just ask them to start sharing this, you know, like yeah. you have to position your community, yeah. what you're providing as the hero, not, not as the hero, as the guide in their journey. Yeah. Right. So everyone's on this hero's journey. Yeah. The customer or the client or the person that you're trying to get in your community, like a potential bop is the, he's the hero in his own journey yeah. or, well, yeah, he, um, so Be a bold bopper. Yeah. Right. And so what you have to do is communicate your message in a way that they understand that if I join this bop community, yeah. I will be better off. Right. Yeah. I will be whatever my journey is. I'll have a community here that will guide me through my journey. Yeah. Right. And if you can create that, if you can get that messaging down, and this is something we're thinking through for a project that we're working on, like it's, it's a lot easier said than done, right? Like it's easier, it's easy to There's say a lot of things like that, you know, like it's easy to say, Hey, you know, position your product as, as the guide, as you know, the helping the person achieve their potential, that kind of thing. But like actually doing that, crafting that message uh, and really being simple with that message and communicating it clearly consistently over and over so that people, they know exactly when they have conversations with their other bop friends, potential boppers, they'll know the one line that you always say, be like, Hey, this is a community that does X yeah. come join. You know what I mean? Like, otherwise, if you make it too complicated, like they won't even know what they're getting. And it's just like, I don't know why I'm in this group. It's just, you have to make it real simple and you have to explain to the audience what they're getting out of it. And I think that's really how you, you can scale growth. And our, so our catchphrase will be bald is beautiful. And our mission statement will be um, to better the world through our follically challenged eyesight. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a, I think that's a, that's a good starting point for the audience that's listening. You know, as I said, I mentioned, pick three, pick a three word uh, niche, I would say, like find yeah. something that applies to you, pick three adjectives that describe you and turn it into a community uh even if it's just your couple of friends whatever it may be like you have certain interests try to turn it into something and see if you can grow that community it's it's a lot harder to i think growing the community getting interest is easy i think maintaining that and providing value consistently is tough right and i think that's the case with pretty much everything like it's easy to have that idea but then the execution piece over the long run is the tough part. So good luck to all you guys trying to start the community. We, I mean, we should probably do like a forgettables community type thing. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get there. yeah, it's, I think this is the future, right? Like I think people more and more are realizing the value of these communities. And uh, like, for example, I have a friend that's in a biking community and every Sunday morning from like, 7 a.m. to like 1 p.m. they ride right and they talk in this group chat and like it's a it's a community right like these people have the same interest 
and they they get together. And so you have to think about it like that, right? Like I would always challenge people that are trying to create a product for online or a community online, like think about how it actually works in real life and try to mimic that, right? Like in real life, what happens is like, hey, I like this. I'm a bald person, right? Like mm. I'm I, I'm struggling with this. Oh, I'm also struggling with this. Let's meet up. Let's talk. Let's talk through it. Right. Like that's how it actually works in real life. And so if you can mimic that experience and not just the actual finding experience, but the actual experience you get of interacting with people that are going through the same struggles, uh, if you can mimic that in uh, the virtual forum, I think that brings a lot of value to both parties involved. Um, is there anything else you want to add? No, I think that'd be it. Aside from the fact if Ruffy hears this episode, she's like, what's this bop, bop, bop stuff? He's not going to hear that episode. Don't worry about that. Am I Am I really loud? No, you're fine. I don't know. I, obviously, I can't hear myself, so I don't know. I feel like I'm way quieter than you. I don't know I'm if it's fine. just my mic or... Because I, I checked my gain, and it's like, it's where it's normally at. So you, I don't know what it sound is. sound fine. I don't know. All right. Sounds good. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time.